Now, there's a new season been announced of uh, performances at the Cambridge Arts Theatre. The programme has been uh, released online. I think the uh, the printed versions will be out very, very shortly. Uh, there's only one person to ask about this. That's Nicola Upson, because she lives and breathes there. Basically, she pays rent and, and just <laughs> lives at the Arts Theatre. It's just cheaper than having a house. And she joins me on the line. Hi, Nicola. How are you? Very well, Neil. I actually think that's a lovely idea. I might, I might put it to them. Yeah, well, it's just, it, it saves a lot of travel as well. You're just there, aren't you? And you can keep 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 an eye on the place for them overnight. Yeah, like nothing, that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. So this new season, then, it's great that the, that the theatre is getting back to 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 where we were a couple of years ago and didn't realise what was going to happen. Absolutely, and you know that life is getting a little bit more back to normal when you take the arts theatre brochure and you see they've announced their panto. That's Yay! the first bit of good news I've got for you this morning. Uh, this year it's Aladdin. Uh, the full casting is still to be announced, but the important thing, the main thing from anybody who has been to the Arts Theatre Pantos over the last few years will want to know that Matt Crosby, our resident dame, is back. And I was gonna, it's not, it doesn't work without him, does it? It's got to be. It doesn't. It doesn't. Bigger and more glamorous than before. <laughs> I don't know if that's him or just the dresses, but we'll see. But uh, it's booking now, obviously, and it's last year they, they did the Panto Palava, which was a fantastic, it was a horrific heroic effort in that middle of that are we in lockdown are, are we not and then they had to close mm. but touch wood this year back to normal aladdin the greatest adventure of them all uh, well that's that's what used to go on the posters in my day anyway oh is that right <laughs> uh, yeah. so, so it's really something to look forward to excellent excellent okay but plenty of room before that because that really plenty does that, that that takes a big chunk out, out, out of their diary doesn't it it's it's it runs for a fair old while but it does it does uh, 2nd of december to the 9th of january so yeah. five weeks of it then and obviously there's there's the rehearsals and the build-up to that which will be already feverish with excitement i imagine oh, now, bless now that it's going on so that's a that's a lovely thing for them it's, it'll be an important show um and just to mention quickly too before we get into the main shows that we often forget to talk about about the one-nighters and they have got a particularly varied season of one-nighters they really do make full use of the theatre now by opening it on Sunday nights when there's not a week-long production in uh, to do a whole host of stuff so we've got things like Ronnie Scott's story Chris Packham Ai Weiwei's coming Claire Teal some great jazz and the wonderful evening with Brian Blessed just to mention that I mean I think actually I'm not sure you'll have to book for that because you'll hear it wherever you are yeah yeah so. <laughs> Or you'll hear the impressions. All the people standing in the queue outside going, Gordon's alive! <laughs> yeah, so if you're at a loose end on a Sunday night, don't forget there's usually something going on at the Arts Theatre. Now, Absurd Person Singular uh, is the first show up. That's been previously announced, and we are going to talk about that in more detail tomorrow. Indeed. Uh, and in fact, we had John Corney, uh, who is uh, one, of the, one of the players. Uh, he was on the, on the breakfast show on Friday, last Friday. Fantastic. So always good to have an eight board in the season. And then also previously announced, but just to mention, the Hound of the Baskervilles is coming for two or three nights. Uh, but it's not the Hound of the Baskervilles as we know it. OK. It, uh, it's this detective story. It's 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 faithful in that sense. But it is uh, it's hilarious. It is apparently wonderfully comic, twisty and rib bustingly hilarious. A detective story suitable for all ages. So a nice one for the kids as well. A nice family show coming up there. 
Amazing, because that's, I mean, to take Sherlock Holmes and do that, Benedict Cumberbatch had that sort of glint in his eye when he was doing it on telly, and it's <laughs> lovely that someone's taking it he to did. the stage. On the, on the full way, and, and, and some would say in some of the film versions over the years that it's already been done in the hilarious, yes. <laughs> I don't think they meant to. But yeah. So that's, that's good. Now, this one is really interesting. If I said to you, Stan Laurel and Comedy Partnership, we all know what you'd say. I'd, you'd say Laurel and Hardy. You would say Lauren and Hardy. You wouldn't say Charlie and Stan. But this is one of those shows that picks up on a little moment of history that we don't know about, or not many of us know about. I certainly didn't. When in 1910, the unknown uh, Stan Laurel at that point, not teamed up with Oliver Hardy, uh, and a little man called Charlie Chaplin. Wow. Comic, you might have heard of him. Mm. Uh, set sail from Liverpool to New York uh, to go and join Fred Carno's musical hall troupe. Um, and they shared a cabin Goodness all the way from Liverpool to New York. So it's about the comedy partnership that never was. And I think very much in the vein of, because it was Steve Coogan in the Stan, uh, in the Laurel and Hardy film, wasn't it? Not mm-hmm. so long ago. And like that, it's it's very, very funny. Of course, it's got to be funny when it's about comic legends like that. But it's quite moving as well. And it tells the story of the real men. So I think that's really going to be something to look forward oh, to. Oh, I'm really looking forward. You're, are you, hopefully you're going to get to review that because I'd hopefully. love to hear about that one. Yeah, it should be a good one. Charlie and Stan, that is, opening on the 20th of September. Um, we've got a musical next. Tell me on a Sunday. Oh, <laughs> it's a bit of a bone of contention in our house because since I've been looking at the brochure, I've been treating Mandy to a medley of songs. <laughs> Tell me on a Sunday. I can't say it's gone down terribly well, really. Not nothing to do with the musical, more to do with my performance of it. So it'll be very, very nice to have a proper version on stage. I, mean, I think people will remember uh, Marty Webb in it. Yeah first came out and take that look off your face was the big hit single wasn't it so a new production of andrew lloyd webber and don black's tell me on a sunday excellent stuff now it wouldn't be the autumn season without a cracking thriller would it and and they don't come much better than this it's dial m for murder oh again these are big big productions aren't they they are, and this one is based on Hitchcock's Dial M for Murder, the 1950 iconic film. And it is, you know, as somebody who sits down and tries to think up plots on a regular basis, you can only sit back and admire the twists and turns in this. It's it's a story about a, a sort of tennis pro who's given up everything for his wife only to find out that she's been unfaithful. And then it's a story of revenge uh, from, from then on. And uh, It's got a cracking cast. Tom Chambers, Diana Vickers, Christopher Harper and Michael Salami are going to be in that. And uh, I think that's that's another. Uh, thrillers are always popular mm. at the art theatre. Mm. And that's going to be a very classy one, I think. And I don't know if this is pure coincidence or very, very clever programming. But on Sunday, the 10th of October, after the thriller, we get uh, a live performance with the greatest detective of them all, arguably, with um, uh, an evening with David Suchet. Oh, my goodness. I know. know. It's called Poirot and More, a retrospective. And he, I think, for most people, is the best Poirot ever. It was his ambition to film all the novels, all the short stories, and to have that complete body of work. And I remember when he came to the theatre a few years back and, and Mandy interviewed him, obviously talking about the pyro and, and the act. And he's such a lovely man and such a fascinating man. And to hear how 
he gets into that character with the moustaches and the walk and how he doesn't leave the character on set. It, it's a real insight. Into Such an attention to detail is what sold it Absolutely. to me on the TV and, and everything. It was. It's just, he, you, you believe in the character, don't you? It's just, it, that is I mean, him. David, he effaces himself completely from that. It's not David Suchet playing Poirot, it is Poirot. Mm. And I think, so to hear him talk about that in an intimate setting, there are a couple of performances on the day, is going to be extraordinary. And, and he's a wonderful actor. I mean, Poirot obviously has, has, has rather eclipsed the rest of his career in sure. lots of ways. And the last time I think I saw him on stage was playing Lady Bracknell in The Importance <laughs> of Being Earnest. So... That sort of versatility again. He'll be he'll be talking about that. So uh, your chance to have a have a private conversation almost with David Suchet. Wow, that looks brilliant. So it really is a, a there's something for everybody. I know people say that, but it really is. So that's a well thought through program. Um, so tickets, and everything is all up on the website. So just go to CambridgeArtsTheatre.com. Everything's up there. Indeed, it is up there, and there's plenty more to come, which no doubt we will be talking about in a future episode of this. And you're off to see Absurd Person Singular uh, t- <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Looking forward to it, yeah. So we'll catch up with you tomorrow, see what you thought. Nicola, always good to catch up with you. Speak to you again tomorrow. Speak to you tomorrow, Neil. Take care. Bye.